0: Shri Sai Sacharitra The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba by Hamadpant A Modern Rendering by Monica Pinakanda Guru Sai Jai, Jai Sai Chapter 12. Now let us see in this chapter how devotees were received and treated by Baba. Saints love all beings equally. We have seen before that the purpose or object of divine incarnation is to protect the good and destroy the wicked. But the mission of the saints is quite different. To them, the good and the wicked are the same. First, they feel for wrongdoers, then set them on the right path. They are like the Agasti, the destroyer, of the Bhavasagara, the ocean of worldly existence, or like the sun to the darkness of ignorance. The Lord dwells in the saints. In fact, they are not different from him. Our Baba is one of these, who incarnated for the welfare of the devotees. Supreme in knowledge and surrounded with divine luster, he loved all beings equally. He was unattached. Foes and friends, kings and paupers, were the same to him. Here, his powers. For the sake of devotees, he spent his stock of merits and was ever alert to help them. But the devotees could never approach him unless he meant to receive them. If their turn did not come, Baba did not remember them, and his leelas could not reach their ears. Then how could they think of seeing him? Some men desired to see Baba, but they did not get any opportunity to have his darshan until after his Mahasamadhi. There are many people whose desire for Baba's darshan was not satisfied. If these people, believing in him, listen to his leelas, their search for darshan will, to a great extent, be satisfied by the leelas. If some people went there by sheer luck and had Baba's darshan, were they able to stay there longer? No. No one could go there of their own accord and no one could stay there long, even if they so wished. They could stay there as long as Baba permitted them to stay and had to leave when Baba asked them to do so. Everything depended on Baba's will. Sent home immediately. Once Kaka Mahajani went to Shirdi from Mumbai, He wanted to stay there for one week and enjoy the Gokul Ashtami festival. As soon as he had Baba's darshan, Baba asked him, When are you returning home? He was rather surprised at the question, but he had to give an answer. He said that he would go home when Baba ordered him to do so. Then Baba said, Go tomorrow. Baba's word was law and had to be obeyed, so Mahajani left Shirdi immediately. When he arrived in his office in Mumbai, he found that his employer was anxiously waiting for him. His manager had suddenly fallen ill, and Mahajani's presence was absolutely necessary. He had sent a letter to Kakasaheb in Shirdi, which was redirected to him in Mumbai. required to stay longer. Now listen to an opposite story. Once Bausa Sahib Dumal, a lawyer, was going to Nipad for a case. On the way, he came to Shirdi, had Baba's darshan, and wanted to proceed to Niphad immediately. But Baba did not permit him to do so. He made him stay in Shirdi for more than a week. In the meantime, the magistrate in Nepod suffered intense pain in his abdomen, so the case was adjourned. Mr. Dumhall was then allowed to go and attend to his case. It went on for some months and was tried by four magistrates. Ultimately, Mr. Dumhall won the case and his client was acquitted. Permission to stay away. Nana Saheb Nimanakar, honorary magistrate, was staying in Shirdi with his wife. The couple spent most of their time in the masjid serving Baba. It so happened that their son fell ill in Belapur, and the mother decided, with Baba's consent, to go to Belapur to see her son and relatives. She wanted to stay for a few days, but her husband asked her to return the next day. The lady was in a fix and did not know what to do, but her god, Sai Baba, came to her help. While leaving Shirdi, she went to Baba, who was standing in front of Sathe's Wada with Nana Sahib and others. She prostrated at his feet and asked his permission to go. Baba said to her, go, go quickly. Be calm and without worry. Stay comfortably at Bellopur for four days. See all your relatives, then return to Shirdi. How opportune were Baba's words. Her husband's proposal was overruled by Baba's decree. Baba appears as the late guru of Mule Shastri. An orthodox Hotri Brahmin from Nasik named Mule Shastri, who had studied the six Shastras and was well-versed in astrology and palmistry, once came to Shirdi to see Bapu Sahib, Bhuti, the famous millionaire of Nagpur. After seeing him, he and others went to see Baba in the Masjid. Baba bought various fruits and other things from vendors with his own money, and distributed them all to those present in the masjid. Baba used to press the mango on all sides so skillfully that when a person received it from Baba and sucked it, he got all the pulp at once in his mouth and and could throw away the stone and skin with ease. The plantains were peeled by Baba and distributed to the devotees while the skins were retained by Baba. Baba. Mule Shastri wanted to examine Baba's palm and requested him to extend his hand. Baba ignored his request and instead gave him four plantains. Then they all returned to the Vada where Mule Shastri bathed, dressed in sacred clothes and started his practice of Agnihotra or fire worship then when baba started for lendi as usual he said get some geru or red dye today we shall put on saffron colored cloth none understood what baba meant when baba returned preparations for the noon arti were being made bapu sahib jag asked mule shastri whether he would accompany him for the arti he replied that he would see Baba later in the afternoon. Very soon, Baba sat on his seat and was worshipped by the devotees, and Arati commenced. Then Baba said, Get some Dakshina from the new Brahmin from Nasik." Bhuti went to get the Dakshana. But when he gave Baba's message, Mule Shastri was very perplexed. He thought, I am a pure Agni-Hotri Brahmin. Why should I pay Dakshina? Baba may be a great saint, but I am not his dependent. But as a great saint like Baba was asking for Dakshina, through a millionaire like Bhuti, he could not refuse. So leaving his routine unfinished, he started with Bhuti to the Masjid. Thinking himself holy and sacred, And the masjid, otherwise, he remained at a distance, joined his hands, and threw flowers at Baba from afar. Then, all of a sudden, he wasn't seeing Baba on his seat. He was seeing his late guru, Golap Swami. He was wonderstruck. Could this be a dream? No, it was not. As he was wide awake. But how could his late guru be there? He was speechless for some time. He pinched himself and thought again, but he could not reconcile the fact that his late guru was in the masjid. Ultimately, leaving aside doubt, he went up and fell at his guru's feet, then got up and stood there with folded hands. Other people sang Baba's arati while Mule Shastri chanted his guru's name. Then, casting off all pride of caste and ideas about sacredness, he fell at his Guru's feet and closed his eyes. When he got up and opened his eyes, he saw Baba asking for Dakshina. Seeing Baba's blissful form and his inconceivable power, Mule Shastri forgot himself. He was extremely happy. His eyes were filled with tears of joy he again saluted Baba and gave the dakshina. He said that his doubt was removed and that he saw his own guru. On seeing this wonderful lila, everyone, including Mule Shastri, was much moved and they realized the meaning of Baba's words. Bring Guru we shall wear a saffron-colored cloth. Such is Baba's wonderful lila. Baba is Rama. Once a revenue collector came to Shirdi with a doctor friend of his. The doctor said that his deity was Rama and that he would not bow before a Muslim, so he was unwilling to go to Shirdi. The revenue collector replied that nobody would press or ask him to bow, so he should just come and give him the pleasure of his company. They came to Shirdi and went to the masjid for Baba's darshan. All were wonderstruck to see the doctor going ahead and pranaming to Baba. They asked him how he forgot his resolve and bowed before a Muslim. The doctor replied that he saw his beloved deity Rama on the seat and so prostrated before him. Then, as he was saying this, he saw Baba there again. He said, Is this a dream? How could he be a Muslim? He is a great yoga avatar. Next day, he made a vow and began to fast. He left the masjid, resolving not to go there until Baba blessed him. Three days passed. On the fourth day, a close friend of his turned up, and together they went to the masjid for Baba's darshan. After the salutation, Baba asked the doctor whether anybody had gone to call him to make him come. Hearing this vital question, the doctor was moved. The same night, he was blessed by Baba, in his sleep, experiencing supreme bliss. Then he left for his town, where he experienced the same state for two weeks. And so, his devotion to Baba increased manyfold. The moral of these stories is this. We should have firm faith in our guru and no one else. Pranams to Sri Sai, peace be to all.